Good evening. This is Julia George with another continuation of Shakespeare Saga. Today marks the fifth episode of Shakespeare Saga. Major sponsors are the Zenities app, available on Google Play and Amazon apps, and the Ultimate Wagon Party Platter, provided by private catering services. It's available for Beverly Hills and LA County area. And to support the Zenities app or to order the party, vegan party box, check further details on the website. So basically today, before we move on to the winter tale, um, let me just share one of Shakespeare's sonnets before we go ahead to the rest of the winter's tale. Sonnet 15. When I consider everything that grows holds imperfection but a little moment that this huge stage presented thought but shows whereon the stars and secret influence comment when i perceive that men as plants increase cheered and checked even by the self-same sky aunt in their youthful sap all height decrease and wear their brave state out of memory then the conceit of this inconstant stay sets you most rich in youth before my sight, where wasteful time bedate with decay to change your day of youth to sullied night. And all in war with time to love you, of you, as he takes from you, I engraft you new. So, I hope you've been doing great. Or was with hope, right? Um, so, here goes The Winter's Tale. And this is the continuation of Act 4. Clown, what matters a fellow was that robbed you? And a fellow, sir, that I have known to go out with troll my days i knew him once a servant of the prince i cannot tell good sir for which of his virtues it was but he was certainly whipped out of the court clo his vices you would say there's no virtue whipped out of the court they cherish it to may make it stay and yet it will no more but abide out vices i would say sir i know this man well he hath been since an ape bearer then a processor a bailiff then he compassed a motion of the prodigal son and married a tinker's wife within a mile where my land and living lies and having flown over many cavish professions he settled only in rogue. Some call him Autolycus. Clown. Out upon him. Prig for my life. Prig. He haunts, wakes fairs, and bears baitings. Ought. Very true, sir. He, sir, he's, that's that rogue that put me into this apparel. Clo, Not a more cowardly rogue. In all Bohemia, if you had but looked big 
and spit at him. He, I'd have run. Out. I must confess to you, sir. I'm no fighter. I'm false of heart that way. And that he knew I warned him. Oh, how do you now? Out. Sweet sir. Much better than I was. I can stand and walk. I will even take my leave of you and pace softly towards my kinsman. Clo, shall I bring thee on the way? Out, no, good face, sir. No, sweet sir. Clo, then fare thee well. I must go by spices of our sheep sharing. Out, prosper you, sweet sir. Exits clown. Your purse is not hot enough to purchase your spice. I'll be with you at your sheep sharing too. If I make not this cheat, bring out another. And the shearers prove sheep. Let me be unrolled and my name put in the brook of virtue. So, jog on, jog on the footpath way. Merrily hunt the style a merry heart goes all the day to her sad tires in a mile of scene four the shepherd's cottage enter florizel and perdita slow these your unusual weeds to each part of you do give a life no shepherdess but flora peering in a april's front this your sheep shared is as meeting of the pretty petty gods, and you the queen's aunt. Here, sir, my gracious lord, to shide at your extremes and not becomes me. Oh, pardon that I name them your high self, the gracious mark of the land you have obscured. With the swains wearing and me Poor lovely maid, most goddess-like pranked up, but that our feasts in every mess have folly and the feeders digest it with a custom. I should blush to see you so attired, sworn, I think, to show myself a glass. Flo, I bless the time when my good falcon made her fight flight across the father's ground. Per. Now, Jove, afford you cause to me the difference or just dread. Your greatness hath not been used to fear. Even now I tremble to think your father, by some accident, should pass this way as you did. Oh, the fates! How would he look to see his work so noble, wellly bound up? What would he say? Or how should I, in these my barred flaunts, behold the sternness of his presence? Flo, apprehend nothing but jewelry. The gods themselves, humbling their deities to love, have taken the shapes of beasts upon them. Jupiter becomes a bull, a bellowed, the green Neptune, a ram, and bleated, and fire robbed. Gosh, golden Apollo, a poor humble swain, 
as I seem now, their transformations. We're never for a piece of beauty rarer, nor in a way so chaste, since my desires run not before mine honor, nor my lusts burn hotter than my faith. Per, oh, but sir, your resolution cannot hold. When to supposed, as it must be by the power of the king, one of those two must be necessities, which then will speak that you must change this purpose, or am I life? Flow, thou dearest Perdita, with these four thoughts, I prithee darken not the mirth, o the feast, or I'll be thine, my fair, or not my father's, for I cannot be mine own, nor anything to any, if I be not thine. To this I am most constant, though destiny say no, be merry, gentle, strangle such thoughts as these with any things, that you behold the while. Your guests are coming. Lift up your countenance as it were the day of celebration of the nuptial witch, which we too have sworn shall come. Per, O Lady Fortune, stand you auspicious. Flow, see your guests approach, address yourself to entertain them sprightly, and let be read with mirth. Enter Shepherd, Clown, Mopsa, Dorcas, and others with Polixenus and Camillo disguised. Shepherd, fee daughter, when my old wife lived upon, the day she was both planter, butler, cook, both dame and servant, welcomed all, served all, would sing her song and dance her turn. Now, here at upper end, o oh, the table, now I the middle, o oh, the shoulder, on the shoulder, and his, her face o fire, with labor, and the things she took to quench it. She would to each one sip. You are retired, as if you were feasted one and not. The hostess of the meeting. Pray you bid these unknown friends choose welcome, for it is a way to make us better friends, more known. Come quench your blushes and present yourself that which you are, mistress of the feast. Come on, and bid us welcome to your sheep sharing, as your good flocks shall prosper. Per, sir, welcome. It is my father's, father's will I should take on me. The hostess ships owe the day. You're welcome, sir. Give me those flowers there, Dorcas. Reverend sirs, for, the, for you there's rosemary and rue. These keep steaming and savor all the winter long. Grace and remember, remembrance be to you both. And welcome to our sharing. Paul, shepherdess, a fair one are you. Well, you fit our ages with flowers of winter. Per, sir, the year growing ancient, not yet on summer's death, nor on the birth of trembling winter, 
the fairest flowers of the season are our carnations and street gillywoms, which some call nature's bastards. Of that kind are rustic gardens barren, and I care not to get slips of them. Paul, wherefore, gentle maiden, do you neglect them? Paul, purr. For I have heard it said, there is an art which in their piedness shares with great creating nature. Paul, say there be, yet nature is made better by no mean. But nature makes that mean. So over that art, which you say adds to nature, is an art. That nature makes, you see, sweet maid, we marry a gentle scion to the wildest stock, and may conceive a bark of baser kind, and make my bud of nobler race. This an art, which does mend nature, change it rather, but the art itself is nature. Per, so it is, Paul. Then make your garden rich in gilwars, and do not call them bastards. Per, I'll not put the dibble in earth to set one slip of them, no more than where a painted. I would wish this youth should say to it well, and only therefore. Desire to breed by me. Here's flowers for you. Hot lavender, mints, savory, marjoram, the marigold that goes to bed the sun and with him rises weeping these are flowers of middle summer and i think they are given to men middle of middle age you are very welcome cam i should leave grazing where i of your flock and only live by gazing per out alas you'd i'd be so lean that blast of january will blow you through and through. Now, my fairest friend, I would had some flowers, oh, the spring that might, become your time of day, and yours and yours, that wear upon your virgin branches yet, your maiden heads growing, O Prospina, for the flower now, that frightened thou, lest fall from this, Wagon, daffodils, that come before the swallow dares and take the winds of March with beauty while it's dim, but sweeter than the lids of Juno's eyes, or Sartheria's breath, pale primroses, that die unmarried, ere they can behold. Write Phoebus, in his strength, a malady. Most incident of maize, bold oxlips, and the crown imperial, lilies of all kinds, the flower deluce being one. O oh, these I lack to make you garlands of, and my sweet friend to strew him o'er and o'er. Flow, what like a course, per no like a bank for love to lie and lay on.
now like a corse, or if not to be burnt, but quick and in mine arms, come take your flowers, methinks I play as I have seen them do, in Whitson pastorals. Sure, this robe of mine does change my disposition. Flo, what you do still betters what is done. When you speak sweet, I'd have you do it ever. When you sing, I'd have you buy and sell so. So give alms, pray so, and for the ordering of your affairs, to sing them too. When you do dance, I wish you a wave o' the sea that you might ever do. Nothing but that. Move still, still so. And own no other function. Each you're doing, so singular in each particular, crowns what you are doing in the present deeds, that all your acts are queens. Per, or do yourselves, your praises are too large, but that your youth and the true blood with peeps fairly throt, do plainly give you out an unstained shepherd. With wisdom I might fear, my door sillis, you wooed me the false way. Lo, I think you have as little skill to fear as I have purpose, to put you to it. But, but come, our dance, I pray, your hand, my perdita, so turtles pair, that never mean to part. Per, I'll swear for him, Paul, this is the prettiest low-born less than ever ran on the greensward. Nothing she does or seems but smacks of something greater than herself, too noble for this place. Cam, he tells her something that makes her blood look out. Good sooth, she is the queen of curds and cream. Chloe, come on, strike up. Dor, Mopsa must be your mistress. Mary, garlic to mend her kissing with. Mop, now in good time. Clo, not a word, a word. We stand upon our manners. Come strike up. Paul, pray good shepherd, what fair swain is this which dances with your daughter? Shep, they call him Dorsilus and boasts himself to have a worthy feeding. But I have it upon his own report, and I believe it. He looks like Sood. He says he loves my daughter. I think so too, for never gazed the moon upon the water, as he'll stand and read, as twere my daughter's eyes, and to be plain. I think there is not half a kiss to choose, who love another's best. Paul. She dances feebly. Shep, so she does anything, though I report it, that should be silent. If young Dorsilus do light upon her, she shall bring him that, which he not dream of. Enter servant. Sir, O oh master, if you did but hear the peddler at the door, you would never dance again after a tabor and pipe. No, the bagpipe could not move you. 
He sings several tunes faster than you'll tell money. He utters them as he had eaten ballads, and all men's ears grew to his tunes. Clo, he could never come better. He shall come in. I love a ballad, but even too well. If it be doleful matter, merrily set down, or a very pleasant thing indeed, and sung lamentably. Servant, he had songs of man or women, of all sizes. No millionaire can so fit his customers with gloves. He has the prettiest love songs for maids, so without bow dry, which is strange. With such delicate burdens and dittos and fadings, jump her and thump. And where some stretch mouth rascal would, as it were, mean mischief and a break of fowl, gap into a matter to make the maid to answer, whoop be knee on harm. Good man puts him off, slides him with whoop. Do me no harm, good man. Paul, this is a brave fellow. Clo, believe me, thou talkest of an admirable conceited fellow. Has he any unbraided wares? Sir, he hath ribbons of all the colors. I the rainbow, points more than all the layers, lawyers of Bohemia can learnly handle. Though they come to him by gross, in gold's cat Cadices, cambrises, lawns, why he sings em over as they were gods and goddesses. You would think a smock were a she angle. He so chants to the sleeve hand and the work about the square aunt. Clo, prithee, bring him in, let him approach singing. Per, for Warn him that he use no scurrilous words in tunes. Clo, you have to these peddlers that have more in them than you'd think, sister. Per, I, good brother, or go about to think. Enter Otlicus singing, lawn as white as driven snow, cypress black as earth was carl. Gloves as sweet as damask roses, masks for faces and for noses, buggle bracelet, necklace ember, perfume for ladies' chamber, golden quiff and stomachers for my lads to give their dears, pins and poking sticks of steel, what maids lack from head to heel, come by of me, come, come by, come by, my lads or else your lasses cry, come by. Clo, if I were not in love with moths, thou shouldst take no money of me, but being enthralled as I am, it will also be the bondage of certain ribbons and gloves. Mop, I was promised them against the feast, but they come not too late now. Dor, he hath promised you more than that, or there be liars. Mop, he hath paid you all he promised you. Maybe he has paid you more. 
which will shame you to give him again. Clo, is there no manners left among maids? Will they wear their plackets where they should bear their faces? Is there no milking time when you are going to bed or kin killin hole to whistle off these secrets? But you must be tittle tattling before all your guests. Tis well, they are whispering, clamor your tongues and not a word more. Mop, I have done. Come, you promised me a tawdry lace and a pair of sweet gloves. Clo, haven't I told thee how I was cousined by the way lost all my money? Out, and indeed, sir, there are cousiners abroad. Therefore, it behoves men to be wary. Clo, fear not thou. Man, thou shalt lose nothing here. Out. I hope so, sir, for I have about me many parcels of charge. Clo, what has thee, ballad? Mop, pray now, by some. I love a ballad in print alive, for then we are sure they are true. Out. Here's one to a very doleful tune for usurer's wife was brought to bed of twenty money bags to a burthen, and how she longed to eat adder's heads and toad's carpenter. Mop, is it true? Thank you. Very true, and but a month old. Door, bless me for marrying a usurer. Out, here's the midwife's name. To it, one mistress tale porter, fix on six honest wives that were present. Why should I carry lies abroad? Mop, pray you now, buy it. Clo, come on, lay it by, and let's first see more ballads. He will buy the other things anon. Out, here's another ballad of fish. That appeared upon the coast on Wednesday, the fourth score of April, forty thousand fathom above water, and sung this ballad against the hard hearts of maids. It was thought she was a woman, and she was turned into a cold fish, for she would not exchange flesh with one that loved her, and the ballad is very pitiful, and as true. Door. Is it true to think you out five justices hands at it and witnesses more than my pack will hold clo laid by two another out this is my merry ballad but a very pretty one mop let's have some merry ones out why is this passing merry one and goes to the tune of two maids wooing a man there's scarce a maid westward, but he, she sings it. Tis in request, I can tell you. Mop, we can both sing it, if thou it bear a part thou shall hear. Tis in three parts. Door, we had the tune on the months ago, and I can bear my part. 
you must know tis my occupation. Have at it with you. Song. Get you hence, and I must go, where it fits not you to know. Whither, or whither, or whither. It becomes the oath, oh well, thou to me thy secrets tell. Me too, let me go thither. Or thou goest to the garage or mill. If so, either thou doest ill, neither, what, neither, neither. Thou hast sworn my love to be, thou hast sworn it more to me. Then whither goest, say whither. We'll have the song out anon by ourselves. My father and the gentlemen are in sad talk, and will not trouble them. Come bring away that thy pack after me. Wenches, I'll buy for you both. Peddler, let's have the first choices. Follow me, girls. Out, and you shall play, pay well for him. Will you buy any tape or lace for your cape? My dainty duck, buy dear ah, any silk, any thread, any toys for your head, of the newest and finest, finest wear ah. Come to the peddler, money's a meddler, that doeth utter all men's wear ah. We enter servant, servant, master. There is three carters, three shepherds, three neat herds, three swine herds that have made themselves all men of hair. They call themselves saltiers, and they have a dance, which the wenches say is a golnefry of gambles, because they are not in it. But they themselves are owed the mind, if it be not too rough. For some that know little but bowings, it will please plentiful. Shepherd, away, will none out. Here has been too much, homely, woolly, already. I know, sir, we weary you. Paul, you weary those that refresh us. Pray, let's see these four three of herdsmen. Servant. One three of them, by their own report, sir, hath deigned before the king, and not the worst of the three, but jumps twelve foot and a half by the square. Shepherd, leave your painting, prating, since these good men are pleased. Let them come in, but quickly now. Servant, why? They stay at door, sir. Here's a dance of twelve satyrs. Paul, oh father, you'll know more too of that hereafter. It is not too far gone. Tis time to part them. He's simple and tells much. Here, how now, fair shepherd? Your heart is full of something that does take. Your mind from feasting. Soothe when I was young and handed love as you do. I was wont. To load as she with knacks, I know I would have ransacked the peddler's silken treasury and have poured it to her acceptance. 
you have let him go and nothing matter with him if you last interpretation should abuse and call this your lack of love or bounty you were straighted for a reply at least if you make a care of happy holding her flow old sir i know she prizes not such trifles as these are the gifts she looks from me are packed and locked up in my heart which i have given already but not delivered o oh, hear me breath in my life before the ancient sir who is should seem had sometime loved i take the hand this hand as soft as doves down as white as it is the ethiopian's tooth or the fanned snow that bolted by the northern blast twice or this was a more light-hearted script i like the way there was a lot of merry making and a few um mellow expressions in the script of this episode hope you enjoyed it appreciate your listens